Welcome to the Fire and Earth Podcast with your hosts, Jason Mefford and Kathy Gruber. Fire and Earth, giving you the keys to unlock your limitless potential. Welcome to another episode of the Fire and Earth Podcast. I'm your co-host, Jason Mefford. You said I was starting. You said I was uh, starting. I, we did say that, didn't we? But the fact that we're talking about leading and following, I guess this is perfect. <laughs> it's probably good. I'm Kathy Gruber. I'm the other co-host. I thought she was starting this episode. And it's unedited, so here we go, right? right but that, but but like you said, it's it's good because uh, we we were going to talk about lead, leading and following. We right? didn't so, plan that at all. We didn't so. Know. <laughs> so the question was, <clears throat> out of my little journaling book thing, prompt question was: Are you a leader or a follower, Jason? Yeah, and so it's what's what's interesting is I think um, at least with most of the people that that I know, right? We all or a lot of people want to be leaders. Some people um, are very happy just being a follower, right? Some people don't want to lead at all. Um, but you know, at least at least my perspective of it: Am I a leader or a follower? I am both. Right. There's there are some times when I'm the leader, but there's other times when I'm a follower. And I and I I, I like there's a, a new word that I've heard of being a leader or a supporter. So I like the idea of supporter better than follower. Yeah, it's a little more. And we could talk about, you know, some of the slight differences in that too. A little less. Passive. But um so I would say both and obviously we can get into to some of the stuff around that so kathy are you a leader or a follower yeah so leader um i will naturally take the lead on things to the point where when i was doing my hypnosis training and we had to do like little we break off into little groups and like do plans for they'd give us a scenario of you know so and so shows up to your office da, 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 da. what techniques would you use the teacher took me aside and said i don't want you to do anything because I would naturally run point and I had the ideas and I had the confidence and everyone else was like, great, because they didn't want to be the leader. So mm -hmm. they would just let me do it. So, the, so that was an interesting example. The only time I'm really comfortable following is if I have confidence in the leader. Mm. If I feel like the leader doesn't know what they're doing or isn't leading well, correctly, properly, I just net Capricorn, right? I mean, she just charges in and she's like, hey, you know, uh, this meat's not going to cook itself. So move out of the way. I'm taking over your barbecue, <laughs> which I have been known. I have cooked a lot of people's hamburgers because you... like, it's not organized. It's not happening. So somebody has to do something. And the person that was organizing it isn't. They're talking and they're chatting, they're distracted. And so I'm like, okay, let's go. It's time to get this underway. So I just naturally, and my dad was the same way. He ran every bowling league. He organized every bowling <laughs> banquet. He ran because he was so organized and just such a natural leader. Uh, so I think, granted, it is a continuum. And there are times I'm a great, if, if the leader is good at what they're doing, I love, I will support you and follow you and I will do all that. If it's not, I just naturally take the lead. Mm -hmm. Well, and I would say probably, I mean, most of the time I find myself in the leader position, you know, again, that's kind of my personality and, and, um, as well, but I'm, I'm, I'm getting more comfortable with being the support as well. And, and I think what's interesting is, <clears throat> you know, and this may be a great discussion too, right. You know, is that 
because we've talked before too about the present moment and kind of allowing some things. And we just were talking about synchronicity on, on another episode. And I think what's, what's hard a lot of times for those of us who are natural leaders, right? I would say I'm a natural leader. It's easy for me to lead uh and and often get you know put in that position because i'll i'll have the ideas or i'll have the vision of what it should be and so often i end up in that but i'm getting like i said more comfortable with the support because what's interesting is there is a for other people to shine and develop they need good people to support them. Yep. Right. And so, so what I'm learning more is, you know, when I, I might've in the past been like, okay, I think get out of the way. Let's just, let me just take care of this for you. Right. Is I'm allowing more and trying to be more supportive and helpful for the person because I see I see my role as someone who is who is a support function in some of these different teams or other things of helping the leader to develop as well. Yep. Right? Well, it's that it's empowering people, right? Yeah. And when I do my uh, communication workshop, and I just did it twice in a row at the last trip that I was on, uh, I did three times in a row actually. One of the things I talk about is if you're a if you're a direct communicator, if you are uh, uh, a driver, if you are an extrovert, high energy, dominant communicator, and you're working on a team, at some point, it's your job to step back and turn to the person that doesn't contribute much and say, hey, Beth, what do you think about that? Or, hey, Bob, you've been really quiet during this meeting. Would you have thoughts on this? It's your job as that leader to empower the people around you to have a voice. It's pretty rare because I'm just sort of a solo entity. It's pretty rare that I'm in a position anymore where there has to be a leader and follower. I'm kind of thinking back to you know past experiences I've had. Uh, but as also, as I have gotten older, I recognize not taking over and stepping back and empowering people to do what they need to do to learn how to be a leader. So I'm with you on that. Yeah. And, and what's interesting is, you know, again, I mean, both of us were self-employed you know, I have a little team that works with me. So there's, there's some of that, but it's, it's not nothing like it was when I was in the corporate world or, you know, playing sports or, you know, different activities, uh, you know, like that, where obviously there's a whole group of people and you're kind of doing things. But, you know, what's interesting is that we, we end up finding ourselves in, in these different situations where, you know, in order to accomplish a project or something, you have to kind of work with other people. Right. And so even like, you know, the two of us, right. We've come together. We've been doing this podcast for four, three over, plus years. I was going to say, I think it's almost been four I years. I think it might be almost longer. four. Yeah. Cause it was 2018. I want to, was I still married? Yeah. Yeah. I think you were. So it's been four, between four and five years, I think. Yeah. Even, wow. Right? But, um, but you know, it, it's just the two of us. Yeah. But there's still a time, you know, on here in the in the podcast, right, where sometimes one episode, one of us will lead, another one will lead the other kind of episode. So we kind of switch back and forth and there's no, you know, but we're here to support each other. And, you know, um, that, that, that more and more, I think, of, of what we end up doing, there's, it, it's so important, the support for the leader as well. Yeah 
it, it, as I'm just thinking about this, because it's, you know, a lot of times we think all the glory is with the leader, but a great leader can't be a great leader without a great support group. Right. Yep. So if you take like a, a coach of a team, they could be the greatest technical coach, compassionate, you know, uh, motivational. But if the people on the team, the support people, are not willing to do their part and support the leader, it just doesn't happen. Uh -huh. Right. And so I, th I think, I think sometimes we discount the, the value of the support people. Absolutely. Right. Because we always we always are thinking about the leader. And I see that, you know, sports yeah. teams, football, there's a quarterback and it's like, hey, you're forgetting about those five guys that are putting their bodies oh. on the line for you every time. You don't so have a good have offensive line, man. Mad respect for the offensive line, mm -hmm. right? Because without that support, the other superstars on the team wouldn't do anything. Absolutely. Well, and a good leader surrounds himself with people who know more than him. Right. And the, the leaders that get in trouble are these sort of narcissist, I'm an island and I can do it by myself kind of, you know, who don't aren't inclusive. I wrote something. This just came to me. I wrote something years ago. It just popped into my head about leadership. Um, so I wrote this a couple of years back. True leadership is about empowerment. It is about facilitating change, not forcing your agenda. It is about encouraging people to stand up without convincing them that they will be knocked down every time they try. It is about reaching across all boundaries and bringing together, not pointing out differences and separating. It's not about flexing your muscles, but showing others how to be strong. It's about listening, learning, and growing and encouraging others to do the same. True leadership is about fostering independence, not creating dependence. True leadership, whether for a country, a religion, a corporation, or a Boy Scout troop, is about creating an environment of safety and compassion where everyone can be free to be the best they can be. Yep. All right. Well, there's the episode, folks. <laughs> no, but it, it's it's interesting, I think, too, is, is, you know, as we serve, as we do things over our life, we'll be put in both of those situations, right? Yeah. And and I think being a good follower or support person makes you a better leader, yeah. right? And, and being a leader helps you to be a better support person um, as well. And, and I think, that, you know, the point that you brought up, too, is, you know, leaders who are comfortable enough hiring people, working with people who are smarter than mm -hmm. themselves. Yep. That's that to me is one of the things that is is true leadership. There, there's so many people who feel um, threatened by other people. And so they're afraid to hire people who are smarter than them to work for them because they think, well, they're going to outshine me. No, you know what, if, if they're a good support person, their job is to help make you look good. Yeah. Right. And so leaders who are willing to hire people or work with people who are smarter and know different things and are better than they are, frankly, they elevate themselves. Yeah. But I've seen so many times when you get a, 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 a leader who lacks that confidence, mm -hmm. right? They're kind of in over their head. They've got the imposter syndrome They're They don't want anybody. They want to make sure that they're seen as a leader. And so they hire people with inferior skills yep. that aren't as smart as them. And I've seen literally whole organizations like this, and it just cascades down oh, yeah. to where, 
you just have some of the dumbest rock for people kind of that I've ever seen in my life working and and in this group because the leader you know wants to make sure nobody else ever outshines them right so they, they just spiral down the organization or the team absolutely and you know the buzzwords that i'm hearing now as a speaker you know i just created a conscious leadership program which is a three-month program to go into companies and power the leaders the the buzzwords that i'm sort of seeing and speaking proposals and call for speakers and stuff emotional intelligence Mm -hmm. uh corporate culture and psychological safety that is what is happening right now in the corporate world. And, you know, 15 years ago when I was like, I'm going to do this uh, healthy office program where I'm going to talk about all this stuff, no one wanted it. And now here we are, and those are all the buzzwords. That's what everybody's talking about is having this, creating this culture of emotional safety and psychological safety where the leaders are empowering and everything that trickles down from the top. So if you have a leader that's a narcissistic asshole, it's going to be really hard, even if the people under him are like, we're for you, we're here for you, we're going to do it. If the leader puts the kibosh on everything, it's not a very good leader. And they're, you know, I've, I talked to so many people you know, in my coaching practice who are not in a great position because the boss and the higher ups just don't get it. You know, like, oh, that should start with you. It's like, no, it should start with you. It starts at the top and runs down. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. But it's it's obvious that uh, we need these things because, like you said, those are kind of the buzzwords that are out there. And they're you know it's really about becoming more emotionally mature, right? Yeah. I know emotional intelligence is yeah. the is the big you know kind of buzzword, um, but but to me, it's really it's more about emotional maturity. Absolutely. You know, yeah. and and actually practicing that and being being a big boy and a big girl. And um, actually realizing, because uh, there's a lot of people that are, you know, grownups that act like little children emotionally. Yeah, <laughs> I've got a couple of those in my life right now and thought I had uh, gotten rid of all those. Yeah, it's, they're everywhere. What is happening? <laughs> and here's the question, this is probably a whole other conversation because we're about to wrap up. How do you reach those people? Like if you're, stuck in a situation, in an organization, in a company, in a family where you have to deal with that person, how do you, ma- how do you navigate that? That's probably a whole nother conversation. <laughs> well, it is a whole other conversation. Um, the short answer that I would give usually is uh, you can't change them. Yep. You can suggest or see if they are open to making change. If they are not, then really it kind of falls back onto you to set boundaries and yeah. sometimes cut those people out of your life. Yep. Um, you know, again, if that's a personal relationship, it might mean, you know, orbiting outside of them and you just don't see them much anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, or if it's in the workplace that maybe it's time to find a new job Yeah. as well, because yeah. Because again, a lot of times they end up becoming toxic and, you know, just like you wouldn't expose yourself to radioactivity without some sort of protection. It's the same thing when it comes to, to this from a psychological or emotional standpoint too. Yeah. Boundaries, 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 boundaries. boundaries. We should do an episode on boundaries. I don't think we've ever done that. We should note that for next time. Do that for next time. Boundaries. Cool.
All right. Well, this is fun. Yeah. A leadership leader or follower. Great, great, great. Well, everyone go out, lead, follow, be you. <laughs> there, there you go. Because I'm not going right. to say go lead because maybe, uh, you know, t- 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 switch off occasionally. Well, and lead. yeah, and, and, and be, be willing to accept either role. Right. Yeah. And so again, even if you're more, more comfortable being in a support role, when somebody asks you or gives you an opportunity to lead, give it a shot. Yeah. Right. Because, because if we always stay in our comfort zone, then we never grow. Absolutely. And, and realize that, okay, you might be a leader this time, but you're going to be support again. So we kind of flip back and forth. So it's not like you're making a decision for the rest of your life. Yeah. Um, as a result of it, but, but be, be willing to accept whatever role you've been given and just be the best in that role that you can be. It reminds me of the acting days, right? People only wanted the lead in the play. Well, it goes back to that. There are no small parts. There's only small actors. Every single character on that stage makes that, that production full and entertaining and whole. So yeah, be willing to play any role. Awesome. I love it. I am Kathy Groover. I can be reached at kathygroover.com. And I'm Jason Mefford. I can be reached at jasonmefford.com. So go out and have a great week. Lead, follow, or get out of the way. (laughs) Just be the best you can be. And we'll catch you on the next episode of the Fire Nerds Podcast. See ya. See ya.